This is a Stand Up Labs production, powered by digital media. It's time for the End of Conversation podcast with funny man Damian Lemon. Crazy's Dominican, you know, Vladimir, come on, yo. My cool man from the county of Dade, Ali Muhammad. Yeah! Yeah. Yeah, we here. This is In The Conversation. This is Damian Lemon. Uh, and you know what? On my right-hand side, Vladimir Camano is not in the conversation today. He is in the streets. He is, uh, I believe, at the NACA conference, trying to book a few colleges. So good luck in that, that, uh, that endeavor. But on my left-hand side, I got... You got the voice of your choice, Ali Muhammad. Right here. There it is. How you yes, doing? Sir. Oh, man, I'm good, man. I'm, I'm fully refreshed. Yeah? Yes, sir. That's what's up, man. I hear you. Same thing, man. I I'm, I missed oh, the conversation yeah, yeah. You last was, week. You was, you was somewhere exotic. I was maxing and relaxing. Pray tell. Was, what uh, was that? I was in Jamaica. It wasn't <laughs> okay. super exotic, but yeah, it was man. exotic yeah, enough. Exotic yeah, man. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Yeah, Jamaica, Jamaica slow you all the way down. Do it. That shit turn you into molasses. You ain't, there's no, the itinerary is the same shit every day. Mm-hmm. Hit the beach, you know what I mean. Lay out, jump in that water. Mm-hmm. Go get something curried or jerked, and yeah, then drink something. You know what I mean. Drink something, something smoke know? something, smoke something. They, you know, walk that's real what you slow. Do. You know, everything yeah. Irie and just say yeah, man to yeah. everything. Yeah, respect. respect. You know what I mean. <laughs> that's it. That's it. You know, and just enjoy it. It's cool, man. I like it. We go to the same spot. We go to the grill. And it's the third time me and my lady been to this particular spot. So we just You ever go see Rosa? No, I don't think I Oh, Rosa the one he used to do the we, festival. We used to do the thing with in Jamaica. Right. I know I don't think I ever met her in she, real life. She run the grill. You should check oh, out. Why should I never well you should you check out, I man. She yeah. she an OG out there. Shout out to Rosa. Yeah, man. I hit up my man Rob Kenner, you know. Okay. You know what I mean? Another uh, you know, another uh expert on Jamaican culture. Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. So he put me on to uh, a, you know, a DJ who was spinning the night before I'd hit him up. So oh, I didn't shit. get to see that. But, you know, it was a good time out there anyway. No doubt. Did you have a Jamaican Sherpa? Did I have? You know, yeah, I had, a, I had a few. You know, I think that Jamaica, Jamaica, I feel two ways about Jamaica. I'm going to tell you this. Well, Jamaica is based on tourism. So mm-hmm. everybody's your, your Sherpa. You know what I mean? From the door. Like, that's what they do out there. From the door. So that the cab driver's going to tell you a bunch of different things. Right, right. Then we did like a food tour. This cat took us around and tell you a bunch of things. And then just the locals will tell you. You know what I mean? This is mm-hmm. what's going on over here. Blah, blah, blah. I didn't have the uh, the exclusive Sherpa. I ain't had that. You know, uh-huh. I ain't had a, you know. And I, I had a, I guess I had the uh, the default Sherpa. You know okay. what I'm saying? Like, I didn't have that motherfucker that was like, nah. You ain't ventured too far. I've done it before. We've, right, like I okay. said, we've been there three times. So we, when we first got there, we canvassed the whole spot and went right. here and went there. And after a while, you just like, you know what, man? I'm about to just chill this time. Okay. I'm going I'm to relax. i tell you this, though. It was a little longer than needed to be. You what, know? you stayed there too long? Yeah. I mean, it was. It's never too long. It's a beautiful thing. But it was just like typically... My vacation threshold, I think we had typically do about good four days or something like that, man. You know, something like that. Mm-hmm. 
or five days, four nights, whatever. This one was a good seven day piece. Oh, okay. You and y'all really did it. We went all the way out, but you it ain't it, even back yet. It nah, not really. You still walking in slow motion. A little bit. Slow footed and shit. I don't know. What does that mean? Is that like pigeon toe? No, when your feet go out, 45 degree angle. Oh, that's slow for the... Oh, okay. Walking with a 45 degree angle. Hilarious. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's funny as shit. Nah, but uh, yeah, it was a good time. After what, you know, it was a good time. I had fun out there. So, oh, but what I've said, I feel two ways about it. There's a uh, documentary called Jamaica Life and Debt. Mm -hmm. If you ever get to see it, I think you could probably find it on YouTube, but it's pretty ill. It's like, it shows... So much of what the U.S. did to kind of, you know, kind of disempower a lot of the, the Jamaican economy. Okay. You know what I mean? And when you see that shit, it, it kind of anger you a little bit. You okay. know, I, 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 I actually, I, I seen it a couple years ago. I tell people to watch it since mm -hmm. I seen it. But when I'm about to go to Jamaica, I try not to watch it because I don't <laughs> want to go there angry and feel a way about it. You know, but... uh if y'all want to get angry, go to uh, YouTube and find Jamaica Life and Debt. You know. That sounds like world life and debt. Well, yeah, you know, we all, I guess, I <laughs> guess. Uh, that's, that's what we've all been. Yeah, but you got to check it out. It's, it's, it's kind of ill. Like, just the, systematically, certain things that they did, you like, yeah. Like wow. what? It's Man, been a couple years since I've seen it, but it's I like, mean, you know, they, for one, if I'm not mistaken, like, if they have uh, cows out there, right? If they have cows out there and they're getting milk from the cows, mm -hmm. they can't sell the milk from the cows in Jamaica. Mm -hmm. They have to get rid of that milk, milk the cows, because you I guess you have to milk the cows. Milk the cows, get the cows, pour the milk out. Maybe you get a little bit for, you, like, your personal, mm -hmm. you know, for just for your household, but you can't go out there and sell the milk. Right. You have to waste your milk, get rid of that, and import powdered milk from a that is sold out there. It's little shit like that. It's right, almost right, like right. a like almost like some sharecropper shit. Right, right, right. You know. But uh, check it out. Shout out to my man Socks. Oh, Sockway. He the cat that put me onto that a couple years ago. But it's ill. Jamaica life and death. Check it out. You know. Bird, bird, bird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's you know. shit. It's fucked up. Now so, I'm mad. Nah, well, you ain't even you ain't even you ain't even had the catalyst to get mad, but Shit. you preemptively mad. I, I've been to Jamaica. Mm -hmm. I know about Jamaica. Yeah, you know what I mean. You ain't know that milk shit, huh? Nah, I'm mad. Yeah, changes everything. I'm mad. That's like you know, I was in Bermuda, right. which is another island, which is a smaller island, right? And <clears throat> I was talking to one of the guys, a government dude, and he was just telling me about you know it was the first time the word provisions actually made sense. Okay, because they don't actually they don't. Not not much grows there, you know right. what I'm saying. So they don't have no local food. Uh -huh. I'm googling. So their everything that the food that they get there comes on a boat as you know provisions, like mm -hmm. you know, and that boat got to come every day. And you know what I'm saying. And he was just saying how they systematically kind of put their economic system in place so they didn't have to go. To the United States right. and, and beg and borrow. That's basically it was like we didn't have to go to Uncle Sam on our knees. Mm -hmm. So they that's how they built up their banking and insurance. You know what I'm saying? Kind of industries where it's a lot of financial industries there, which shores up their economy. 
which, you know what I'm saying, the average person in Bermuda makes like $83,000 or some shit like That's that. That's bananas. You know what I mean? So it's like when you go there, shit. when you go there, it's not cheap. And then, you know what I'm saying, your cab driver got on the Rolex. Right. And you're like, oh, what's happening? He's right. Like, shit, yeah. You know, we all doing good We out doing here. good. Shit. Like, dude, your piece of man, like, shit, I make $16 an hour, man. What? Wow. You know what I mean? So- it's, it's, it's funny how, how you know, different places handle it, you know what I'm saying? And I know a lot of it has to do with the politics and all that shit. Right. And some, you know, and they're British. I mean, I'm sure Jamaica was British too, right? I believe so. Let's not get all the way. I believe so. It was a, yeah. I think they still British though. I think the, so. Bermuda yeah, like cricket still, and all of that. Yeah, they're yeah. still like, you know, British on. But, you know what I'm saying? They He, he was best breaking it down how they kind of found a way to make their economy work. Mm-hmm. That's all. <laughs> oh, that's it. Right, well, there it goes. Go ahead, brother. No, I'm not so mad no more. Right. I was gonna say I was looking up the documentary on Wikipedia. It seems like the International Monetary Fund, the IMF, is like heavily involved in putting a lot of these places into debt. So right. apparently Bermuda maybe avoided that. Mm. Well maybe they played the game, they played the program a little differently, you know what I mean? Maybe they didn't fight to be independent. You know, that plays a lot into it, too. Maybe they kept that, that, that British passport and paid them taxes to the queen. Yeah, you know, who knows? You know that shit. Sometimes, you know, they play the game. Yeah. This is the point where I wish I'd studied a little bit more of some of this shit because I don't even want to speak any further on a lot of this because I am not sure, of, hey, you know, hey man, this, where the lines are drawn. This is in a conversation. This is a speculation report. Absolutely. So, you know, feel free. You know, they know that. Well, I've heard that Haiti, like... Takes, you know, has been kind of, uh, I don't call it retribution, but they've been dealt a crazy unfair hand in a way that, because they, yeah. you know, they, they liberated themselves. Yeah, they fought to be free. They fought to be free, but then. This is what free means. Yeah, due to some tax type shit or something going on. Free ain't free. Yeah. They, they kind of, it's fucked. You know what I mean? That's a damn shame. So, you know, you fight to be free, you out here. You know what I'm saying? It's just like, you know what I'm saying, leaving your good ass job and shit. Mm. And you out here. <laughs> you in the world. You out here in the world. You got to figure it out. You was out there. You was out in, uh, you was out in motherfucking New Orleans. Huh? I was out there. I was out here. How was it, man? How was it? That's oh, it. man. It was beautiful. Yeah? Yeah, man. I like New Orleans. And I like the fact that they they know how to do the big event. Mm-hmm. And at the same time, it was All-Star and it was Mardi Gras. Right. Which I didn't know how extensive Mardi Gras was. Okay, you know, so I had never been to Mardi Gras. I'm, Mardi Gras like fucking a whole month. Yeah, I know, you know it's saying? long. And they, they, shoot, it was parades all day the whole time I was there. Is it like? Is it now? Is it contained to like just the downtown Canal Street? Nah, or was nah. it all over? Now, nah, well, this weekend it was downtown because of, you know all the activities. But from what I understand, the parades happen all over. Uh-huh. You know, what I'm saying they they do parades all over in different prov. Uh, whatever they call it, parishes. You could do your own parade in uh, New Orleans. You know that? Who? Anybody. Yeah. I just know that. Shout out to um, Hannibal, my man Hannibal Burris. He had one of his, his specials. Mm-hmm. He talked about it. He, he, I think he's going to shoot one in New Orleans, but he goes to New Orleans a lot. Mm-hmm. And I think it was his birthday. So in the joke, he tells the joke. He goes, I think you got to go to the city hall or the police station. You get a permit, mm-hmm. and it's like, it's like $25, something crazy. You need maybe one or two other people. Mm-hmm. And you could have your own fucking parade. He had a second line parade for him. So, like, you could throw your own yeah, parade I mean, out there. They, I mean, That's fly. That's kind of like, fun. New Orleans is its own province. It's like its own country. Like, it ain't the same. Yeah, you know they, I mean? they live a little different. And and they don't give, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, 
like I was talking last week, when most cities, you you really feel when a big event is in town. Right. Outside of New York, when it's just like, all right. Or, you know, one of them spread out cities. But New Orleans, you knew All-Star was there. Mm-hmm. But nothing took precedent over Mardi Gras. It was still New Orleans. It was Mardi Gras. Right. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. All that was you talking is Mardi Gras. Right. You know? Mm-hmm. So they doing their parades. You got you got NBA. I was standing behind Paul George mm-hmm. walking down the block. And, you know, the parade coming. Mm-hmm. You can't cross the parade. Right. So you be right across from your hotel. And the parade coming, you just got to wait. For the entire parade? If to, for the for the pro- entire parade. How if long is the parade? A, listen, I've been stuck in that mug for 20 minutes. I've been stuck in that mug for 45 minutes. Really? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I don't know how long the parade was. It's some spots where you could cross, where they open the gates and cross if it's a break. But that's if it's a break. Oh, it's it always no, a gate, though. It's, rope, it's roped off. It ain't always where they open it at certain points where there's a police. Now, what if you dip into the parade trying to get across? I feel like, that- that's why I was telling um, a man who I was with. I was like, I feel like they might beat your ass out here. You just you try to cross that parade. Just straight disrespect right you, here. You might get your ass. Fuck boy. is wrong with you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's Mardi Gras. This is Mardi Gras. And they're going to pl- take pleasure in whipping your ass in a festive fashion. Exactly. To the beat. And to the beat. Second line on your fucking- On your head. On your head. Concussion. You know what I'm saying? I really felt like if you cross that parade, you might get your ass whooped. Yeah. And you seem you sound like you feel these people deserve it. You shouldn't well, have done it anyway. Exactly. You okay. shouldn't have done it. You shouldn't have took your ass. You should have just took took time and watched the damn parade. Mm-hmm. Cause that's what you in New Orleans. It's Mardi Gras. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Respect the parade. Respect the parade. All right. So so you know that was that was good to see because I never experienced Mardi Gras, you know what I mean? And to see it in its full Did you see the people like women? Pulling up their shirts. I didn't. For the beads I actually shirt. didn't see it. I heard people okay. talking about it. You uh-huh. know what I'm saying? I, right. It was a lady walking behind me. He's like, I'm not pulling up my shirt for beads. They could get cleavage though. Uh, <laughs> come on. <laughs> but I didn't see it myself personally. Um, so, you know, I saw all them throwing beads and, you know what I'm saying? Just, you know, it's it's a whole little thing, man. You uh-huh. know? I, it was weird because, you know, I always see the, the Indians, like, you know, you always see the pictures of, like, the black Indian crews out there. Mm-hmm. Like, like Zulus and all that. I heard the Zulu, they only do theirs on a certain week. I think the week of Fat Tuesday or something like that. Mm-hmm. Don't 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 give me if I got it wrong. Look, man. I, I got it wrong. There's no research here. No research. So, um, so I didn't see any of the of the black Indian groups, but I did I found it kinda odd. I did see some white Indian groups. Mm. And I didn't know if they were white Indians or just white people that put brown makeup on. Because mm. they had on like brown makeup. Mm. So I the was black that, the blackface tribe. It was kind of, you know, it was odd, but I didn't, you know, I didn't want to make a scene because I don't know the culture and I don't know what's happening. I don't know if they was real Indians or just, you know. So was it like like spray tan or was it no, like like, what, applica- like a little makeup type of thing? It's like, you know, you could tell it's makeup. It's just a little brown, a little makeup. Not, just on the face? Not brown, like dark, real dark, you know what I'm saying? But like brown. Not offensive? To, no, it was definitely, I mean. It was offensive. I don't know. They may have been Indians and it wouldn't have been offensive. You still had to, you had to do the knowledge. I had to check myself. So I I had, I have to do some research right. before I could say whether okay. or not I was offended. <laughs> okay. I like that. <laughs> Double back. I'll let you know. I'll let you know. But it just, it's like weird. Is that a white man with brown? But you know. Do hey. they put it on the whole body or not just, just on their face? On their face. Ooh. And then they have on like an Indian outfit. I don't know. But they may have been Indians, just real light skinned. I don't know. I mean, if they had the if they had the nerve to parade that shit, 
through the well, hood, through amongst black folks. It was, it's part of the, like, hey, wait. It, it went uncontested. Well, you know, it is New Orleans, it's Louisiana, Playboy. I was in a, we went to a walkthrough. Uh huh. You know what I'm saying? And I was, we walked through the little situation. And so we were, we were there early. It's like 10 in the morning. Mm-hmm. They cleaning up. So you got, uh, you know, you got a, you, we got there, you couldn't see where the entrance was. And it was like a black dude standing in front. He was like, oh, y'all, you know, so yeah, we're here to do the walkthrough. He's like, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, I'm going to take you in. So he took us in, you know, real New Orleans accent, you know, mm-hmm. I can't understand all the words, but, right. you know, he but took us But sound good. Yeah, it sound, you know, yeah. sound like New Orleans. So uh-huh. he took us in. And then it was a when we got in there, it was a, a black lady vacuuming the, the theater. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? She had on like you know the backpack vacuum. Oh like shit! Like Ghostbuster. A, yeah, kind of like that, like oh, like shit. a blower, but yeah. it was a vacuum. All right. And she has a, like a little thing on her head, and it's an old, it's an old ass theater. So yeah. it's like you know what I'm saying, like the oldest theater, small theater in the town or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so immediately it felt like it was 18. 22 or something like that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So she got this thing on her head. What's it look like? What you mean? I'm just telling you, like, you got the, the black dude with the with the New Orleans accent mm-hmm. working, right. like clean up working. Then you got the black lady vacuuming uh, with the with the you know what I'm saying with Sojourner the truth with, with, with the Sojourner truth thing on her head. Uh-uh. And then and then you got a white man up in the balcony uh, looking over. <laughs> and so the black dude who walked us in, he was like, yeah, 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 just just talk to him. He the boss. Overseer. I'm like, okay, he the boss. Mm-hmm. So now, right at that moment, like this is that moment where I felt like it was, you know what I'm saying, wait, this might be slavery time. Right, right, right. Because the black lady looking at us like, I hope y'all ain't came to bring no trouble in here. So she uh. stopped doing what she was doing, looking to see what my man was going to say. Mm-hmm. Well, one thing, slaves didn't have vacuums. I understand. I ain't say it was. I ain't say we was. Clear. I ain't say we was slaves. I uh, just said this was. It, it was, felt. It felt very had, slavish. Had a slave tone. It too. had a slave t- slant. Really. So, <laughs> I felt like I felt like um, you know on um, on uh, what's the shit with Jamie Foxx? Uh, Jamie Foxx show? No, 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 the slave one when he was... Oh, Django. Django. Oh, you went Django. No, I felt like, I felt like, you know how when Django rode up on the horse and he had on the green outfit? When he had the shape up. Yeah, and he was all fancy and everybody looking at him like, what that? Yeah. It felt like, that's how we felt. We Mm -hmm. came in there with these big cameras, you know what I'm saying? It's like, they looking at us like, oh shit, what's the hell going on? Right. These ain't came to start no trouble. Oh, shit. It just felt very weird because like she stopped in her tracks. My man stopped to wait to see what my man was gonna say. And then how was his tone? What was his? Nah, he, tone? Was, he was straight. He was like, oh hey, you know he came down and just did the regular regular. Everybody relaxed. Then after everybody that? loosened up. The vacuum came back on. Okay. And then my man disappeared. I was like, man, this shit is crazy. Uh, <laughs> damn. I don't trust that Louisiana with the racism, but. <laughs> but everything else was cool. I ain't had no incidents. Well, that's good. That's, that's always that's always the shoe that's hanging. You're like, I, I hope I get back on this flight without any fucking incident. I think file my racism report when I get back. They yeah. just want to know how was it? No, but yeah. for real, how what? Nah, it was nah, cool. nah, it was dope though, okay. man. It was dope, man. Got the um, cause from the from TV. The optics look like that was a black ass. I mean, every All Star game is. I mean, every All Star weekend is, seems to be black than a motherfucker. You know. Tina Ferris said it best. What she said? Tina Ferris posted on Facebook the other day and said she was. She had a picture on there with uh, Chance the Rapper. Okay. Tina is a is a, uh, a 
you know, she's a long time tour manager. Right. She used to manage the roots. I'm trying to think. Yeah, the she roots. she she manages all the big tours, like all you know right. what I mean? So globally. So she's just always on the road. So she had a picture with her and um Chance the Rapper. Okay. And um she said on the thing, like she had a picture with her and Chance and she said that NBA All Star Weekend is just like Black Family Day. You mm. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Except the uh the basketball court is bigger. You know what I'm saying? Mm. It's like and that's just what it feel like. It feel like a black family day. Mm. It's, you know what I'm saying? You got some everybody playing basketball. Except, you know, these are the best basketball players in the land. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You got more food, more people. Right. But it's like a big family reunion. Mm. You know what I'm saying? But like I said last week, from everybody from all the cities, the best of all the cities come out and celebrate our blackness and our black heroes per se. <laughs> That's why it's in Black History Month because we making Black History. Hey man, it's, it's, it's Black History every day. How was it? Was it you was talking about the ecosystem of balling on the last on the last episode? What it what you see out there? Was it a well, lot of stunting or was it relaxed? Actually, that's what I'm saying. New Orleans, you can really see the stunt because the parades you ain't you can't stunt on the parade. You can't top. You ain't driving down the street because yeah. the parade is coming. I ain't hit all. I ain't go all out to the outskirts. Uh-huh. So where I was at, Canal Street was parade central all day every day. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? So I ain't really see much car stunting. You know what I'm saying? Right. But. You know, every everybody, you know, you had big, you know, players, you know what I'm saying? The ballers was there. Right. You know what I'm saying? I kicked it with uh with Rich Paul and, you know, LeBron's camp a little bit. Okay. So that was cool on a different level of, of balling. What y'all do? Nothing. We just sat at the bar. And oh, then, we, right. then we went to, you know what I'm saying? Then the next day we went to the beach party. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. <laughs> so my cousin, real cool with Rich Paul, who uh-huh. was LeBron's agent. Okay. And so I met up with them a couple of times. And um, and then it was interesting because you really get to see, you know what I'm saying? From the outside, like you say, like, like uh, what's his name? Phil Jackson, you know what I'm saying, calls these guys LeBron's posse. Right. You know what I'm saying? But when you when you with them, you know, of course they doing big deals and shit. So, so you know, when you with somebody like Rich, that motherfucker is somebody always in his face. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? He always on the phone. Mm-hmm. And and the motherfucker handle that shit like, you know what I'm saying, with with a with a ease, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like it ain't, you know, it ain't no stress. It's just like, hey, da, da, da. you it's know, part of the day. Right. You know what I'm saying? As as uh, my cousin say shit, man, when you with him, man, that motherfucker always eating a cold hamburger because, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Got to get some shit done. Because every time you sit down to do something, somebody on him. Right. You know what I'm saying? Or the phone ringing. <laughs> and you know what I'm saying? That is hilarious. Always eating a cold hamburger. <laughs> That's a cool ass. <laughs> That's slick. You know what I'm saying? He's like, you always eating a cold hamburger. And you can see why. Because right. he... He moving, he doing that shit. It's like when you see somebody that's doing some shit and you know they love that shit. Right. You know what I'm saying? Don't matter. It don't matter. You you can see, you can see why he's successful doing that agent shit. Cause it's like it's like a well, I don't know, but I would assume it's kind of like a good host at a party, right? You know how I'm still on that analogy of the cold mm-hmm. burger, but you know right. how the host is hosting. Right. They love hosting. Everybody like, what's in there? Have your old no 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 I'm be I'm gonna I'm do good. this. Yeah. I'm gonna go, hey, what you doing? Blah 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 blah. Is it a lot of that? Yeah, it's like that. But you know what I'm saying? But he handling some of the biggest players in the league. Who he got besides LeBron? I don't know. He got um got John Wall. All right. He got this this young kid that's that was number one. He had the number one, he got Ben Simmons. Uh-huh. Um, he got another kid that went last year that's at Utah. That's like a, you know what I'm saying, big deal. 
He got he got he what got happened to Ben Simmons? He still hurt? Yeah, I think so. Okay. Um but he he shit, he got That's a lot up. of motherfuckers. That's so he handling some of the biggest names, but you could see why cats signing up with him outside of the fact that it's just LeBron. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's easy, you know, not that it's easy, but it's 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 easy to um to pass off like okay, he got LeBron, so he's you know, he's successful right. because he got LeBron. Right. But the way he handled that shit, you can understand why he got them players. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Cause he do it like your regular your regular agent dude, he doing all that, you know what I'm saying, that agent shit. You know what I'm saying? You know, that very um got a lot of uh franticness to it, you know what I mm, mean? Little manic energy. Yeah, like manic energy to it, you know what I'm saying? But it's he like somebody that you could relate to. Like, you know, uh-huh. he wasn't your, like your homeboy, but he's yeah. bringing big shit to the table. Yeah. Like, you know, so I can see why he's successful. He's at an that operator. Shit. Yeah. He, 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 you know what I'm saying? He moving through that shit. Fuck with that. That's always cool. Those are, that's always, when it's done right, that's mm-hmm. a, that's a, uh, that was one of those things that impressed me growing up. Like you see movies like uh, Jerry Maguire. Mm-hmm. Not to say that he was just as cool. Or you watch Boomerang, mm-hmm. where he wasn't an age; he was an advertising right. guy. But there's like a documentary called Supermensch about uh, this one manager who managed a bunch of people. But the thing about a good manager or agent that makes them mythical is when they unflappable, when nothing could make them fucking, you know what I mean? Right. Like when they run it into the, the eye of the store, like, yo, yo. don't worry about this, we gonna handle Like they keep it cool, the, 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 hey, right. hey, blah, 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 blah. That shit is, that's a talent. Right, and you know, and it's obviously it's not as smooth because when you watch it, you know, that's entertainment value, right. but you know, it's obviously, like when they was talking about uh, Allen Iverson, this is just to use the analogy, he said, when you seen Allen Iverson, you look at his life, it looked like a duck just on the lake. You know what I mean? That's my favorite shit. You know what I mean? Just like it's smooth on top. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? Like a, like a duck. Kicking like hell. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, this shit go, you know what I'm saying? When you see him, he like a duck, so he's smooth on top, just floating across the water. Right. But under the water, he kicking like hell. <laughs> yeah, but that's real, though. That's the flyest shit. If you know how to, you know, you know make it look cool. It, it just reminds me of like, you know, how when you you work with a with a music artist, right? And their managers are just cool, right? And they they understand and they know how to move and they ain't shaking, they, they ain't tripping off a whole bunch of shit. They just making sure that the shit is right. Yeah. You want to fuck with them. Of course. You want to bring them back. You want to, hey, you want to call them first for mm-hmm. anything. Yeah. You know? Easy. So that's how, that's how I look. Like, yeah, I can see why, why cats fuck with him. I can see why he winning. That's what's up. You know what I'm saying? You hear any crazy parties out there? Well, you was out there with the Players Association. How was the gala? Do they still do that? I don't know. We ain't talk about that. Because we didn't cover it. So uh-huh. we was with the Players Association, but I don't mix that shit. I ain't like, hey, uh, no, we got this work here, but what's up with the party? Oh, uh, okay. I thought you, know what you was saying? Because okay. the people I was working with, I don't think they was, you know what I'm saying, on that committee. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Okay. So I ain't never even asked about it. You uh, know what I mean? Uh, so, yeah, yeah. But we did hit the Beats joint, the Beats by Dre party. How was that? That's what the Hot Boys reunited. Now, yeah, it was, it was basically LeBron's party at, with Beats. Now- I saw there was a Hot Boys reunion. Who, who the entire Hot Boys? It's up for BG, who is- Birdman and Wayne? No, not Birdman. Birdman wasn't the Hot Boys. No, but I mean, okay, so the Hot Boys was Manny, uh, yeah. what's my man's- it, it, was, it was Juvie. Juvie, Manny, Wayne, and yeah, yeah. BG. And BG was it Turk? and Turk. Um, yeah, so- BG's in jail? BG's in jail. Uh, 
Yeah, so the shit, they rocked that bitch. First, it was Wayne. All right, first, it was 21 Savage. He had that bitch rocking? Kinda. A little Kinda. bit. Kinda. He had it rocking. But see, 21, see, this is the deal. You know. Let's because, talk about see, it. See, you know because you've, you know, we've done this shit. Okay. You know how it is when you got the corporate event. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. The, and, it, you know, the exclusive corporate event. Right. So it's not. Very sexy. Very it's, rarefied. It's not the 21 Savage regular audience that he dealing with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not a bunch of kids in that bitch, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. Mosh pitting and right. shit. So he, he you know what I'm saying? He kind of knew. So he's still in that phase where he don't really, really understand this corporate shit. Like, right. you know what I'm saying? Like, he looking at the crowd like, man, what the fuck is, you know what I'm saying? So he, he yeah. going through his shit. He doing his shit. He rocking it. But. You could tell in his face it ain't like how it usually is. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They not lit like he they Right. They not supposed they not yeah. doing what they supposed to yeah. do. Who the Be- fuck are these people? Because these motherfuckers it's a black tie affair. You know what I'm uh, saying? <laughs> you know what saying? Niggas, motherfuckers is dressed to the nines yeah. with, with the with the motherfucking Mardi Gras mask on and shit. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? It's like a masquerade and and it's 21 Savage, though. I love a masquerade, boy. You know what I'm saying? But it's in the Mardi Gras thing. <laughs> right. it, it all fit. You <laughs> okay. know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. It all fit. Everybody got a mask. Uh-huh. So 21 Savage rocked it a little bit, and then Wayne came. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? So Wayne, Wayne is rocking that bitch. How much time did 21 Savage do about it? I don't know. When I got in there, he was on stage already. Okay. All right. So Wayne, come on. What he open with? I don't even He know. in New Orleans, first of all. I don't remember what he Is he? With. Okay, but so you say it's a corporate event. Mm-hmm. Is there any contingent of New Orleans in there, or is it just a corporate event? Cause what I'm saying is he's he's of New Orleans, obviously, but he's also little. No, ain't Wayne. no real New Orleans in, in okay. the crowd. You know right. what I'm saying? Maybe, I, maybe a few cats, but no. So the love they was based the, off of his just him being Wayne. The love was based off of motherfuckers loving the hot boys and Wayne and shit. And them them niggas got hits, of course. You know what I'm saying? But I mean, what I'm saying is like, nah, this one the community. Okay, event. okay, no, no, right. no. But he but he was rocking that shit. How long well, did he rock first, solo? I mean, if you if you look at the videos online, there's some videos on YouTube. Okay. Where when he first started, he stopped it and was like, you know what I'm saying? And but you know, this is part of Wayne. Wayne know how to do the corporate event at this point. Okay, yeah. So he like, you know, I'm gonna have to talk to my manager, man. I don't know what kind of audience this is. Oh, he got a little banter. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So he had banter for him, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? So he got him hyped. Fucking corporate gig. And then, you know what I'm saying? But 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 when the motherfuckers, when when Juvie stepped out there, when all when all the motherfuckers, it got ignorant. Thing, you got to. That shit went bananas. You got to. You know what I'm saying? That shit went bananas, man. That shit was crazy. You got to. You know what I'm saying? Because that's the thing about it all. See, when the cash money took over for the nine nine of two thousand, of course. <laughs> because the thing is, corporate ain't nothing but a tribe. You yeah. know what I mean? And and before they was corporate, they was regular folk. You know what I mean? And now yeah, you're no doing the 9 9 the 2000 cash money. So a lot of these motherfuckers, some of these the higher-ups might have been wilding to a lot of this music. Yeah, so it feels great. The shit, you know, corporate, is it's just, you know what I'm saying, it's just a different energy. You know what I'm saying? Then when somebody paid their money and came in and they your fans and they came to see you. But I like when, um, I like when the corporate, it gets like when the art... Overturns the corporate because right. sometimes because the corporate is the check is so crazy that you you kind of all right we're gonna play the game you gonna right. uh, listen then we need you to do it and keep it uh, clean no explicit versions blase skip da, but da, 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 this da. was all the way in this was, uh, absolutely because who the fuck gonna have a cash money re- uh, hot boys for you you gotta you gotta you gotta censor the shit right. so from the door when you see the thing I like about this shit 
when you get to a certain level, maybe not. But I was gonna say when you get to a, yeah when you get to a certain level, you you kind of tread said corporate is fucking with you now. Right. You know what I mean? Like right. if they if they, if anybody that's fucking with Snoop know. That Snoop going to smoke on stage. He going to smoke right. in the room. Whatever. It's, it is what it is. Right. This is what you ask for. You don't ask for Snoop with no blunt. Right. You know what I mean? So I like to see that. Like, I, for instance, and I like to see sometimes I like to see the, the fucking tension that somebody of the corporate ilk has to make when they feel a spirit right. come among. Because they, they do marketing and they got some of their staff there and, they, and they, their supervisor is there. But the shit just cut to the to the core. Like I went to this one corporate event. Nicki Minaj was doing a corporate event for uh, Adult Swim or whatever. I think I might have talked about this one before on the on the on the podcast. But in the moment, it took me a second to realize, oh, you killing time because they was like, yo, she's gonna do an hour. I'm like, Nicki Minaj doing an hour? Not to say she couldn't, but a fucking hour, like. Out, that's a lot. That's a lot, right? So, no shots. You know what I mean? She could do a lot, but you got that's like I don't know. Nobody want to see a whole fucking hour if anybody at the you know. Sorry. Anyway, I fuck with Nikki, but I'm just saying the hour. I'm like that's how many. Okay, so we these get, are the views of Damien <laughs> Lemon at D hey, Lemon man. Comedy. Look, so we get about a, about thirty minutes in and. uh and there's still about 30 minutes left. <laughs> and she didn't rock that shit 30 minutes. And you're like, okay, she did that, did that. Oh, that was done. You know, woo. We got, because you can see the clock. We behind, we looking from a way where you can see the stage, you can see the clock. Like, right. damn, there's 30 minutes left, right? right? So she said, yo, she had a DJ. And they threw on like some, some like, some, maybe it's some reggae shit or some like some down south, like some, some pop that pussy type shit, right? Mm -hmm. So it was like, yo. We about to have a twerk contest in here. Okay. Now, mind you, this is a corporate event. Okay. Everybody here got, you know, professional, you know, mm -hmm. pedigree, business cards, and, and, and shit to lose. Right, 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 right. So it was like, yo, we give it $500. It's only $500. We give $500 away to the best twerker to come on stage. We're going to mm -hmm. have a twerk off. We're taking mm -hmm. it back to the 90s. That's what she said. It was like, okay, fuck it with this. They was playing some shit. And girls, it wasn't even, sorry, they took it very 90s. It was a doodle brown contest. Okay. It wasn't they even a twerk. Straight. They took they it went, to Miami. They took it back. They took it all the way to Miami. And what did you do? You were performing at this? Or you, no, no, no. I was there. I was chilling. I, oh, was, okay. I was out there. I was attending. She took it to Dave She County. took it there. And it was like, it was a good energy. It was a welcome energy. And I'm like, this is going to be interesting. <laughs> you know what I mean? So. It's corporate, right? So there's a couple people like that were guests, you know, so they come up and they do their little fake little twerking. Mm -hmm. And there might be some people that are amongst the corporate uh stratosphere mm -hmm. that are doing like modified twerking, right, right, like right, I right. still want to keep my they job. They tweaking it. They right. tweaking. But Nikki was like, fuck that. I'm not seeing nothing I'm impressed with. Mm -hmm. We need to go a little harder. So she went loop. We need, yeah, she went we need all to, the way loop. We need to redip back into this reservoir because I see some women out here that might be able to take this money. And this is, I guess it was like 500 It was $500. Maybe it was a little bit more, whatever. Mm -hmm. But there was still some cash on the line. Okay. They went about three passes. And then this one woman who I'm sure I was, I'm sure was working... In the uh, in like the fuck executive level. Oh yeah, I'm gonna have to show y'all. It was a, it was a it was one of those moments where she was like, "Yo, hold on. all right, I done let a couple rounds go by, 
I don't I don't I don't showed enough restraint. It's still some money on the table. I used to do this, and she went up there and got it done. But you could tell there was a moment where she was approaching the stage. It was a lot of the the corporate uh her peer set was like, wait a minute, is oh, that is, is that Jackie? Is Jackie about to? Is Jackie about to? Is she about to <laughs> pop that? Oh wait a minute, is she twerking? You know when this happens, and the shit was. Shit turned, it, it went real. It was, yeah. And then everybody loosened up after yeah, that. Yeah, that shit was a whole situation, but that, and that was the last 30 minutes. Hey. So it was a hey, good time save. Hey, too. hey, listen, man. That, Not you mad. Know, at- you know how that always happened at the holiday parties? Absolutely. <laughs> the, little, like, <laughs> the, the little office holiday parties, always one, come out they shell. It's a little liquor. The money is nominal, but it's also the fact you sit. The money, not to say nominal, but the money is great money, especially around that shit. Money is money, but it was also. It felt like it felt like a moment where it was like, oh y'all out here bullshitting. You know right, what I mean? Like, like, I can't. I can't just let this pass nah, when y'all out here. You know, y'all, y'all disrespecting mm-hmm. the culture. And you it was in that moment, shit transcended corporate. It was, was like, like, let me get this. Let bag. me let me go ahead and spiritually connect with mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying with what's going on here. Yeah. But you know how in the office, you know we used to have the, of the holiday party. You know when the ho- holiday party was big, when the budgets was big, yeah. and everybody go out there, and somebody gonna lose their motherfucking mind in front of the whole office, right? There's a few. There's moments like that. There's always moments like that. Oh, don't, don't act like that's new to you. Nah, some people go just to do that. Right. They let that be the the guys. The, the moment. Yeah, but that was always the agenda. Right. Listen, I'm going to let y'all know. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I ain't, I ain't no bullshit out here in these streets. Y'all going to look at me differently after this. You know this. what I'm saying? But I'm going to come back to the office and you better not say a motherfucking word. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> so, yeah. So, that the party was dope, man. LeBron um, orchestrated the whole shit with the hot boys. And, you know, he got up there and he said a little speech. Not a speech, but... It got it got weird because he said, you know, you know, I hope y'all in here understand what's going on, cause you might not see this shit again. And I thought he was like, I thought he meant the, the a party like this. I'm like, damn, you gonna stop throwing parties, dog? You know so, cause it, cause I didn't know what he was talking about. You thought he, to, wait, wait, you thought he wasn't going, you weren't gonna see a party of this magnitude again? Yeah, that's what I thought he was saying, but <laughs> okay. that's not what he was talking about. The hot boys, but he didn't say that. So you know what I'm saying? Uh, he skipped, he skipped a couple of words that made all the difference. Oh, uh, I saying? thought you, just, I thought you were talking about some Trump shit. <laughs> and He's you can, like Negroes could celebrate. After nah, this. nah, nah. You can, you can go uh, in the video online. You can go see it. But I thought he was saying that you wouldn't see a party like this. But he was actually saying, you know. Yeah, you want you might not see the hot boys right. together like this right. again. You know what I'm saying? So appreciate this shit. Right. So I was like, okay, after that, you know what I'm saying? You know, you gotta kind of like, damn, this motherfucker got a lot to do to be right. putting together orchestrating hot boy reunions and to and remind shit. you of the moment. <laughs> like, nigga, I made a moment you for you, motherfucking ass. Motherfuckers, <laughs> you know enjoy, enjoy. Yeah, but you shit. had two chains in there. You had Fat Joe in there. Just Re- as attendees? No, nah, they, they was on the stage. They did a oh, okay. little something. You know what I'm okay. saying? Remy Ma was in there. Uh, you know. Bev, Bev was in that kick yeah, yeah. with us, you know, Terrell. Okay. You know, those are these people we know. People know Bev. People know Bev. Bev was our first guest. No doubt. And then Terrell, Terrell, you know what I'm saying, he- uh, Stylist. He's stylist. He do uh, Khaled and Fat Joe and all them. So, yeah. But, he, you know, we met, when I met Terrell, he was at Iceberg. When wow. Iceberg was yes. popping. Yeah. 
Hilarious. <laughs> when Iceberg was popping. Oh, shit. That's funny. We, we had a party with Iceberg. Remember that shit? Yeah. And he had everybody decked out in the Iceberg. No, bro. I don't think you I, I wasn't on. No, nah, I think that was right before I got there. I remember it. Either I was there, but I wasn't on the team. I might have mm. still been on the other side doing the little right. situation. Right. But I remember, maybe I remember just the stories because I remember Cats. Cats got full on, like they got, everybody got Man, dipped. Listen, we went to the goddamn Iceberg Warehouse. This was an iceberg was This was, it was hot as fish grease. <laughs> it was aspirational. We went out to the warehouse. This is the first time I met Terrell. Terrell, like, you have at it. I still got, I mean, I had a butter leather Scooby-Doo Iceberg <laughs> jacket. <laughs> that should sound comical now, but that was the killer shit. Listen. You probably get some good money still. I, I, I might try it because that shit is butter. This It's still butter. It still look good? It's still, I mean, I only wore it once or twice. Grown man can't walk around with Scooby-Doo forever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's kind of it's kind of finite. You know what I'm saying? But that shit Yo, butter. You sell that shit to one of these motherfucking and, young, yeah. You know, Japanese ass motherfuckers. Or yeah, or like a young hype beast. Like a little, you know what I mean? One of these cats that referenced the iceberg era, right? They didn't, right. Because it's a new, it's a new generation of cats, which I like. Like as we're getting old, we're getting older. So there's like we're not we're not not in our twenties no more. Nah. You know what I mean? So you see like the young cats that's in their twenties that are referencing eras that we've lived in, but like almost like a Civil War buff. You know what I mean? Like, they, they talking about, well, you know, that's when Nas dropped Illmatic. And at this point, like, I was listening to ASAP, right? ASAP uh -huh. Rocky talk about fashion and uh, the eras. And he was right. like, you know, that was back when, uh, when Guess had put this out and da-da-da-da-da. Right, right, like, right. he was putting it into proper context, but from a historical right. point. And some of that shit he might have seen growing up, but some of obviously, somebody probably hipped him to right. or whatever. He into it. But that's what I'm saying. Somebody like that. You Ooh. hit him with a vintage you know Scooby-Doo butter. You know what I mean? You might be able to you get some what? paper. The cat we interviewed on on uh, L, the L. Clay interviewed on her show. Yeah. That's what he do. He specialized in 90s vintage. Right. I need to have that's that. A whole, hey, 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 bruh. That's a whole fucking lane. Now. Hey, bruh. I got yeah. this... Uh, this <laughs> a vintage butter iceberg. You better holler at it. He's a broker. He's a curator. <laughs> you know what I mean? Duh, that's a, that's a, man, that's a good idea. You better man. get you while that hype is struck. Dude, speaking of hype, did you see the fucking Supreme MetroCard hype going on? Mm. So there's a Supreme. Supreme, obviously. Supreme is a, a streetwear uh, brand's been going on since, what, 94 or whatever. And, uh, you know, they, they, they have, they've held on to a significant amount of cachet throughout the years, right? right they've right, always right. kind of been the cool brand to to some and um you know what I mean? Like they've they've held it. They've never really never really sold out. I I, I read somewhere where they are the Ralph Lauren of of streetwear. I've heard that. I've also heard the Chanel. Right. You know what I mean? But it's like very blue chip upper echelon like not upper echelon but like they take the brand seriously. The brand, the integrity is still there. It hasn't, it hasn't chased a lot of dollar because there's a right. lot of times where certain brands, when they break and they become like a phenomenon, you mm -hmm. could go ahead and, and, you know, start putting the shit in right. smaller stores and, and, you know. So they're, they're up there, right? So Supreme has super cachet. They do a bunch of different 
collabs with various blue chip companies. Everything from Supreme Brooks Brothers, fucking, um, fucking, what are them? Those little pinstripe seersucker suits. They just did a collab with Louis Vuitton. They did a little collab with Louis Vuitton. They've done, you know, collabs with all types of brands, but, you know, Nike a bunch of times. But most recently, they just, because what happens is, Niggas go crazy over Supreme. Like it's 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 re- the the hype, the thirst, the thirst is, is like the shit is is you can't even it's it's unparalleled. It's like ah, this is ridiculous. <laughs> so they put out a fucking Metro card, right? And I seen this a couple weeks ago. I saw somebody Instagram a little photo of a Metro card, and on the you know the Metro card, regular yellow face Metro card, and on the back. You know how sometimes the Metro cards are branded. This Metro card just had the red Supreme across the bottom. Mm-hmm. At first, I thought it was some Photoshop trickery just to kind of mock the the fervor that these hype beasts have. Right. But this shit was real. So anyway, they put the they put the cards out in um, various stops. It was like, you know, at Broadway Lafayette was just over there by the Supreme store, Prince Street, Spring Street, I think, 125th Street, Union Square, Marcy, Atlantic Avenue, interested spots. I think that might have been the run. Mm-hmm. And his video out, <laughs> motherfuckers locked up like any other Supreme drop. This is lined up. <laughs> at the damn po- Metro At the <laughs> Metro card and the, to the point where cops had to step in. Chill, 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 chill. Relax, relax. Y'all going to get a card. Just relax. Like motherfuckers was a little wild out. And um, and the card is like a little $5.50 set card. You know what I mean? Like it was like two swipes or whatever. And uh, them shits is already on eBay for upwards to one thirty dollars and beyond. That's crazy. It's crazy. <laughs> But at the same time, it's fascinating right. when a brand could keep that cachet for so long, you know? Right, right. So, right. you know, shit, shout out to the shout out to the dealer. No doubt. You know? Can't knock the hustle. Not at all. <laughs> no man. Shit. Them, them <laughs> niggas going crazy shit. out there. My son, my wife brought home uh, one of her coworkers gave her this uh what how you pronounce that shit? How you pronounce that ski company? Montclair? What oh, Montclair. Yeah, Montclair. She brought home a, a Montclair, right? Like a shiny, puffy-looking one. Like yeah. a Puff Daddy shiny one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A little aluminum foil joint? No, it was just, just like patent leather-looking. Okay. Like 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 those, what, what number is those? Space Jam Yes, yeah, like them Space Jam right. 11s you got on right yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. A little d- patent. D-Lemon in here stunting on their ass. Yeah, no, nah, man. But, uh... So, <laughs> so <laughs> she, brought home, she brought home the Montclair Space Jam... You know what I'm saying? Black patent leather joint. Right. And so, you know, he she gave it to my son who's 16. He went and looked up all the specs. And blah, blah, blah. See, he's certified or not. <laughs> right. He's like, yeah, this might not be real. Because <laughs> this shit is too valuable. You know what I'm saying? So he, he found out that the zipper's supposed to be like this and yeah. these zippers weren't like that. Ooh. But everything else lined up, but Ooh. the zippers was off. Ooh. So he was like, ah. He had a decision to make. Nah, I can't. Uh. So he hung it up. Can't rest this equity. Right, so he put it up. He ain't fuck with it. And then he decided he was going to sell it. Okay. Like, he was like, you know, let me get your PayPal because I'm about to sell this coat. I'm like, right. you, you going to sell it? What you think you get? I don't know. I'm about to sell it. Yeah. So I was like, listen, man, 
You need to tell these people, you know what I'm saying, what it is. Be real. While you all on my PayPal and on my eBay account. Fuck up my feedback. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? My motherfucking feedback is yeah. at 100% right now. Like, you need to let them know. This shit is like a FICO. <laughs> so he put on that replica. Ooh, you nice. He put on That's that, good eBay talk. He put on that replica. He didn't say fake. Nah, he put on that replica. Uh-huh. He still got $300. Wow. Can't be mad at that. I'm like, well, God damn. Somebody said, fuck it. Nobody going, no. Nah, because like I said, it all lined up except for the zipper, the inside of the zipper. Mm. Wow. It's interesting. Have you ever wore fake gear? Mm. One time, my only experience with fake gear. Hold on, y'all. <laughs> Go ahead. It's call me chewing. <laughs> Go ahead. My bad. He gotta get his story straight. Uh, Chris, my, my only time, my <laughs> only time with with fake gear, right? Uh huh. It was in the eighties, <laughs> the Fila era. Okay. You know what I'm saying? I was, I was, I had a bunch of Fila shit, and then I had an uncle who was in the motherfucking um, <clears throat> he was in the army. Yeah. In Korea. Okay. So, you know, out there, you know what I'm saying? He's like, yo, they make all this stuff out here, you know <laughs> what I'm saying? Ways, you know yeah. what I'm saying? They make, you know, where they make a lot of the shit. Right. So so he's like, he'll come home and 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 everybody give him an order. Right, he's right. like, yeah, they make these custom felide jackets, you know what I'm saying? Right. Where, you know, you get the felide jacket, you can put your name on it. I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, shit. Mm-hmm. I'm like, all right, bet. This is what I want. So... Like, you know, I filled out my little thing, gave him, you know, I want this, right. I want the high top this, and mm-hmm. the, you know what I'm saying, da 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 Fila ID. And the, and the, um, and I want the motherfucking, the Fila sweatsuit, because right. he would just say a sweatsuit. Right. And he's like, you can put your name and border your name and the shit. I'm like, yeah. oh, that's, that'd be dope. Yeah. This motherfucker came back. Yeah. The shoes were straight. The shoes was official. Okay. I don't know if they were real or fake, but they was, they was, they lined up with the officials. So right. The shoes right, weren't right, no problem. Right. right. But the sweatsuits was a motherfucking joke. It was bullshit. <laughs> it, was, it was blatantly fake. It was blatant. It was like a satin sweatsuit. Mm. No Fila ain't make no goddamn satin sweatsuit. <laughs> the, the Fila F, you know how the Fila F is round? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Fila, they, all this shit was squared off. You know <laughs> Times <laughs> New Roman ass. <laughs> Fila oh, F. Oh, square ass Fila <laughs> F and shit. I'm like, ah. Oh. Uh, I had ordered my homeboy one. Oh, so he paid and got some fake shit coming too. <laughs> man, we, now, got, we looked at it, he's just like, oh, man, it's some old bullshit. So what you do? You just took it the L? You couldn't do nothing but take the L. Did you wear them or you took the L? Nah, okay. I, I ain't wear it to school. I would wear it like on some old off-ass <laughs> situation. Okay. But never wear it to school because, you know, I already had a bunch of feel stuff. Okay. I thought I was about to come up. Right. Nah, son. Uh. When it's too good to be true. Yeah. It probably is. Yeah, man. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh. But other than that, I don't, nah, I don't, you know, I ain't never really, I wasn't never that pressed or had to rock no fake shit. Well, you know, if I couldn't get it, I just wouldn't have it. That's a good point. You know what I mean? Yeah. I rock some fake earbuds and shit. <laughs> some fake Apple earbuds. They got fake Apple earbuds, like the little Bluetooth looking joints? Nah, the old, the old ones. Oh, I'm about to say that. Nah, <laughs> when you, fuck with that when you in a pinch and shit, you're yeah. like, shit. Oh, I've done a fake <laughs> headphone. I've done a Kobe all through my life. The Kobe's <laughs> held me down. And you know you're going to buy a new pair in three months or two months. It is what it is. But yeah, I had a... I had a spell with the fake gear for a hot second. <laughs> I hate talking about it, but I gotta be, you know, gotta be transparent. This was in uh, high school. It was high school leading it to college. This was when we first kind of discovered Canal Street. Mm-hmm. And uh this is when I mean 
the shit looked like this was this was a high a high bootleg uh, era. There was a lot of a lot of fake polo pieces. Mm-hmm. It was a lot of fake Nautica watches. Mm-hmm. Um, I definitely had at least two fake uh, polo sweatshirts mm-hmm. that I wore all the way through my freshman year. <laughs> and niggas was like, that shit fire. Nigga, where you get that at? Yeah, and I was yeah, like, oh yeah, this is you know, the mansion. That's what everybody used to say, the polo mansion or whatever. So I had that. And then uh, I never was I never was gonna jump out the window with the fake jewelry. I felt like that was just a step too far. Yeah, that's that's that's. I did that. My last, my last, uh, my last episode with some fake shit was might have been in the in the who might have been like post college early aughts. <laughs> there was a time. It was a time when. Uh, it was a time when you know, in the summertime, the Air Force One is like one of the official summer shoes—a good crisp all white Air Force. This was when Nelly was rapping right, about right, it. So this right, was right. Air Force One at their height. At the height, so they had some knockoff Air Force Ones that you can get at the barber shop for forty dollars, forty cash. <laughs> they look just like. And I know quite a few motherfuckers that was fucking with these these because at this point it was su- it was like a summer joint and you yeah. look at the Air Force One as a disposable yeah, Air Force sneaker One anyway. Is straight disposables, one scuffing you out. So rather than paying a good buck twenty, I might have paid forty dollars for some disposable Air Force Ones. But that was my last time with some fake shit. Uh, I just don't like the way you feel. Right, you know I mean, I mean? You, gotta, you gotta believe the shit that you rocking, you know what I'm saying? Now, I will tell you this, um, when the fake shit that was like real shit yeah. was like, um, remember, you know, the paid in full era when the Gucci shit, like yeah. Dapper Dan type of Gucci yeah. shit, you know, you knew that was fake. Right. But when that shit hit the streets, we... You know what I'm saying? We well, came yeah. we came up on the Gucci hats and the Gucci right. belt and right. and we all rolled out to the motherfucking and Miami is a, a fair that comes every year, Dade County Youth Fair. Okay. And that's the you know, that's a little spot every spring. Right. That's like you wanna get there. Right. You know what I'm saying? So we we um my homeboy, his uncle, you know what I'm saying, came up on a whole box of all this damn Gucci Louis yeah. shit. Yeah. Belts and hats and Dapper Dan type of shit. Yeah, Dapper okay. Dan type shit. And it was, and it hadn't you hadn't seen it in the streets of Miami yet, right? So we was like, ooh. Yeah. So we went in, we grabbed hats, you know what I'm saying, belts, mm-hmm. and we just went to the youth fair, and we was, you know, we rolled out there like it was like ah, Eric we, being Rockin', we run all this shit, right? And then so we talking to girls, you know what I'm saying, doing our thing, you know, we was in the game room and. You know what I'm saying? It was like, you know, motherfuckers hovering. I was like, yeah. and then I saw the corner of my eye. Mm-hmm. These cats keep walking by in, in motherfucking camouflage. Now, mm-hmm. back in them days, if you had on camouflage, Stick up kid. that shit was not no fashion. Yeah, yeah, yeah <laughs> You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> Stay low. That shit was, you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. real thug life shit. Right. So I'm like, damn, I see these niggas come, keep passing by. Right. I'm like, yo, it's time for us to go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then... um. So we started to walk out and shit. And as soon as we hit the door, they was about to come in, and we was walking out. Mm-hmm. And the motherfuckers, you know what I'm saying? As soon as they saw us, they you know what I'm saying? They came for us, right? And then we boated. See it, but at this time, you know what I'm saying? We we all playing basketball. We athletes and shit. Yeah. So we hauling, we yeah. hauling ass. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We all through the back of this shit. They they coming behind us. 
But you know what I'm saying? They, I, you know, all that smoking and all right. that, you know what I'm saying? All with. that thug life and smoking, and yeah. you can't keep up with a nigga who been running five miles a day. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh, man. To be so, young. So we got out of there, and it was like, yo, <laughs> that shit was crazy. Niggas about to get robbed for real for some fake shit. Real, for real for some fake shit, because, <laughs> you know, that, that wasn't considered, even though it was fake. They didn't. People didn't consider it because Dapper Dan became a brand in itself. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't. It wasn't necessarily. Dapper it might Dan, not. Have, but it was like. It's, but it, it was, was that, fly. That shit. It was because that was back when Gucci obviously was. It had the cachet because it was expensive, but it may not have been styled for the hood. You right. know what I mean? So when you see Gucci flipped in a way that's indicative the to the culture. Nigga, you killing them. You that's, know what I mean? That shit was. That shit became real. That's when the fake yeah. became real. Right. So that was a that was a uh, <laughs> exercise in fake right there. I had one time my homeboy. I'm not gonna put his name out there, but we was at the mall one time. This was when the Oakley shades was cracking for a second, and uh, you know, fake Oakleys was abundant. And <laughs> we went up in an Oakley store for whatever reason, and we at the door. We like walking in. Uh, my homeboy's walking in the door. I'm already in it. I'm talking to the uh, to the cashier, whatever about shit. You know, the storekeeper about uh, Oakley stuff. My homeboys walk in and I was like, yo, can you tell fake Oakleys from real Oakleys? Because I'm like, you know, what's the deal? Can you, because shit, it's a big difference financially. And she was like, oh yeah, those, you see that man right there? Those are fake. This shit was from 15 yards away. She was like, those are fake. Nigga, first of all, we couldn't stop saying that for the rest of the month. Those, those are fake. Yo, she saw him from, I mean, it was, this motherfucker hadn't even cleared the threshold. She was behind the register, was like, those, those are fake. I said, damn. And ever since then, you just don't want that. You know what I mean? I will say this, though. I think, I wish there was a documentary on it. It would be a cool little documentary to do because I think based on your station in life, you could get away with fake shit. Like if you somebody that is, is obviously you probably got some money, you could probably walk around with a lot of fake shit because right. they're going to give it to you based off of, you know right. what I mean? Like, right, right, oh, right. he looked the part or whatever. You know, there's, there's supposedly a lot of rappers that wear fake Man, jewelry. It, I mean, yeah, I mean, it's like... I mean, Puff wore fake jewelry. He called it, you know, like shit for like when he would do, like he legitimately said like if he's do like a like a meet and greet or some shit where you're going to be in, in with the public or whatever, right. mad people, he might put on some fake shit just for the shit, but it wouldn't right. be his real shit just right. in case anything popped off. Man, I, I mean, I've, I've come across, you know what I'm saying, people in high levels, you know what I'm saying, in steam, esteem, esteem positions right. that rock fake shit. Right. Which you know what I'm saying? Especially like watches and shit. You know what I mean? Mm. You know what I mean? Like, you know, like shit that the the average mother, like it's only probably 1% of people in the world right. going to really know if right. it was real or fake. And how close are they going to get to your exactly. shit? Exactly. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They're going to see you from afar. They mean, if that motherfucker catch you, then you're caught. But everybody else, you're going to get it off. But you know what's so funny about life, too? Sometimes that motherfucker that could really spot it. Be one of the brokest motherfuckers. They just be around it a lot. You right. know what I mean? Or right. they spend all they got for the real. You know what I mean? Studying that they shit. They study the shit like a. So fucking, they don't even matter. Nah. Basically. So you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's <laughs> people. Up. It's people in high places that rock fake watches. You know what oh, I'm saying? Man. And and uh, you know, I I came across that scenario recently, and then you know, it didn't it didn't phase me none because I don't give a fuck. Right. You know what I'm saying? But 
I just I, I just wonder why you why you felt like you needed to do that. But you know, yeah. man, hey, when you running in a situation where everybody around you is one way, you know what I'm saying? It's just par for the motherfucking culture. Yeah. And then, but but the same motherfucker ended up coming up and getting the real boy and having you know what I'm saying and gave away the fake. That's how I found out that he had the fake was because he gave him away to who? Hey, to man, somebody, to somebody what, what, who, who, what, who needed the who was it? What was it to your? Was it uh? Was it implied? Listen, this is a replica. Or nah, was nah, it nah, passed hey, off yeah, 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 yeah. It's definitely. Listen, hey, listen, man. This I, costs a lot of money. Nah, nah. Okay. It's passed off as. Listen, man. Shit, I done came up. I ain't got fake no more. You know what I'm saying? You, you want these? Yeah, yeah. Like, shit. Yeah, yeah, nigga. I okay. Want. You know what I mean? Hilarious. That type shit. You know what I mean? It, 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 you know that's real shit, man. But you know. Listen, if you're out there and you know what I mean, and, and you could pass it off, hey man, ain't nobody tripping, not me. You know what I'm saying? Especially if you all you doing is going to the club with the shit, man. If you gonna get it off, get it off, man. Yeah, you know, what yeah, I'm you know. look, I'm not gonna say. Look, if you could get it off, do what you want to do, do what you want to do. But it also it also puts in perspective. This shit is nothing but material. It's but at it, the end of the day, but that's the that's the whole point. It's like right. This shit ain't nothing but some metal and some motherfucker leather. Yeah. Maybe if you don't give a fuck, then, then we go, don't give a fuck. Then, yeah, do you? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But if you feel a way, you know what I mean. Yeah. Don't wait. Wait your turn. By no means. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <Wait> <laughs> your turn. Hey, listen. If you if you if you. If you feel a way, don't do it. Nah. It's like what like the Genghis Khan shit. You know what I'm saying? Uh-oh. If you if you do it, don't be scared. If you're scared, don't do it. Oh, is that what he said? Yeah, that's the Genghis Khan shit. Uh-huh. Obviously translated. Okay. <laughs> Obviously <laughs> translated. Oh shit. You know what I'm saying? Anyway, man. What else good though? What else is going on, man? How many ounces of liquid do you think is in the average piss? The average time you go to pee, how many ounces of liquid do you think you're putting in the world? Man, what the fuck kind of question is that? Some, you doing? You on some Vlad shit today? Some weird trivia. <laughs> yeah, shout out to Vlad. He wouldn't pull that. Out. You know what? What you think? Off the head, without Google, what you think? I was gonna say like five. You going five? Five? Yeah, it's like six a, a water, like a Poland spring is like eight, eight and change. Okay. You know what you thinking? I'm thinking eight. Cause I done been on a road trip and had the motherfucking ah, yeah, in a bottle and then right. like, oh shit, you scared. I don't know if this bottle gonna hold it. How much they say sixteen ounces the average. Uh, yeah, shit, pee. that shit is. So like, that that's that's this is it. A polar spring is uh twelve sixteen point nine, not oh. sixteen point nine. So you be shit, all right. yeah, cause it'd be like shit. Yeah, it get, it get a little crazy. Let me ask you a question. Uh, speaking of opinion. When you, you ever, you ever be out in the street? I'm just, on today, I'm, man. I'm just, bugging, I'm just talking. <laughs> we having a conversation. You ever, you ever, it, does it always feel like when you got to like take a piss outside, like some push up to shove, some shit happened and you got to take a piss outside. And uh, don't it feel like that is the longest piss ever because you kind of hoping that nobody, because you don't want to. Watch it out. And yeah, 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 you're looking around and shit take forever. Yeah. All right. Yeah. That's all. Mm-hmm. What else you got? What else Over do I have? On, your, on your weird list of shit? No, nah, ain't that. That was about it. Uh, we was talking about some... Uh, I was on the airplane to and from Jamaica, so I got to catch up on my little airplane movies. And, no doubt. Uh, you know, I don't get to go to the movies as much as I would like to. So I always kind of catch a movie on the plane. Sometimes I don't get the whole shit. I might get one half of the movie on the way there <laughs> and then catch the next one on another flight. But I saw uh, 
my latest two movies from Airplane Cinema was uh, Queen of Katwe, which you saw. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. Which was cool. I kind of dug that. I like that actually a lot. Then I saw Mr. Church. Eddie which, Murphy? Eddie Murphy movie. Mm-hmm. And the only reason I watched it because it was Eddie Murphy. Mm-hmm. I didn't know what to expect. I know he was playing like an older guy. I mean, not older guy. Eddie Murphy's an older guy now, but he was playing like a, you know. Meanwhile, Eddie Murphy's sitting right over your shoulder looking at your ass. Exactly. Say, so don't say no crazy <laughs> shit. But this was one of the first, and maybe I could be wrong. I don't I don't have his, uh, man, motherfucker's his done so many movies. His filmography, his IMDb open. But I feel like this might have been Eddie Murphy's first magical Negro role. Yeah, and Eddie ain't never really seemed like the type to do well, a magical. Us, tell negro. us what's a magical so, negro. So, the magical negro, and it's a term that's been coming across uh, in the world. Basically, it's like the benevolent. It's the the guy that's it's like a, a sherpa of sorts. Mm-hmm. It's a guy that's gonna uh, be a life coach. Mm-hmm. For like you know, typically it's white folks. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean. We're gonna help you out, like a Bagger Vance, right? Or uh, what's my man, the Green Mile type, or you know what right, I mean. Right, right, right. One is one is oftentimes, not always, like a not. I was gonna say black men, but it's black men, black women that are that become like a bit of an authority, right? They've they've gained some knowledge throughout their life, their struggles of their life, mm-hmm. and rather than you know. Rather than really get caught up in what they doing with the knowledge that they gained in their life, how they applying it to that, though, they use that experience from that struggle to kind of help lead the way for a young white person in the, in the game, right? Mm-hmm. So, in the, not always young, but just the, you know, some a white, white folks, person. Some white people, right? And uh, so, Mr. Church is basically the plot is for some odd, re- some reason, this one woman, she was. I guess she was married. She had a baby with this one dude. I'm not sure if they were married. Long story short, I believe either he died or he was out her life. I think he died or whatever. He left some money to Mr. Church. Mm-hmm. Again, we don't know. His origin is very cloudy, right? Mm-hmm. The movie opens up basically with him in the, in the kitchen. And he worked in that kitchen. Cooking. He's right. their cook. Right. And so a white woman and her young white daughter, right? And uh, daughter's probably about seven, eight when they first, or maybe nine when they first meet. And immediately mm-hmm. she's not fucking with him. She's like, yo, we got a black dude in our, in our kitchen. We have Look, a nigga in the kitchen. Yeah, who the fuck? What's the, I, I didn't sign off on this. Don't worry. Basic, you know, don't worry. He's here to help us out. You know, his name is Mr. Church. Still Mr. Church. Mm-hmm. So it's always, it's like a, it's the personal, impersonal. You mm-hmm. don't know his real name. It's just Mr. Church, right? Right, right, right. And uh, we come to find out the, the mother, she's, Dying of cancer. She's supposed to be dead in like six months, mm-hmm. right? I don't want to give too much more, but uh, ultimately, he raised the girl. He raised he raised the girl. You know what I mean? Moms died. Eventually. Mr. Church is her daddy. Mr. Church, cat. I mean, kind of, but yeah. not. He don't get the. He don't get daddy. He don't, he don't get, get the daddy uh, accolade. No, he don't get the he daddy get, accolade. <laughs> he get the Mr. Church. He get the magical Negro right. accolade. Driving Miss Daisy type. Right, you know right, what I mean? Right, right, right. So, but the thing is, like, after hours, he goes out and he's like, he... In the club? He goes to a club. He comes back a little drunk. That's the one thing Mr. Church is about. Mr. Church is like, listen, 
when the little girl is like, Mr. Church, where are you going? Like, when you? Because like, when he done, he done. He's like, listen. They got a twerk contest down at the bar. <laughs> $500. But he like, don't worry about what I'm doing. I'm doing me. I need my privacy. No, go, so, go your ass to bed. And he was, he, was, he was adamant about his privacy to the boy. Like, motherfucker, like, almost to that. Like, right. you know what I mean? Get black on you as he walking right. out the door. Motherfucker. This I, grown folk business. Yeah, don't worry. I'll be here tomorrow. All right? I'm going where I'm going. Turns out he been going to this this uh, this fucking jazz club jellies or whatever, right? And she's like deducting, like, cause he always comes back drunk, comes back drunk talking to himself, which is cool, cause it's kind of a callback to the old "It's my house. If you don't like it, get the fuck out." Which is always good to see Eddie do that. But he coming in drunk to the motherfucker, and the girl always takes the matchbook, cause he's drunk. He forget it. He leaves the matchbook, so she's got a dresser drawer full of these matchbooks. And one day, you know, she forgets to take the matchbook and then it's all revealed that he goes to this water, whatever. He dies. I guess, I'm gonna ruin, I guess I'm going to ruin the fucking You already ruined it now. Who dies? Mr. Church dies. So Mr. Mr. Church dies. Ch- how old a white girl when Mr. Church died? She was like maybe 20. She went so to she college. She got no family now. No, she went to college, it's got sad pregnant. Story. She went to college, got pregnant, almost lost the baby, got the baby. So now she's living, she living wild and free. So check this shit out. So, uh, so Mr. Church died, and then uh, Mr. Church at the at the funeral, the other only black guy in the whole fucking movie comes in. So you know he know Mr. Church, but the funny thing was he the only other black guy in the entire movie. Mr. He Church comes don't know nobody the, else. He comes into the wake. And the white folks like, oh, excuse me. <laughs> like, first of all, there's a black man's wake. Wake. So, I mean, somebody black might visit, right? But this motherfucker walked in. All and the like, hey, motherfuckers up. from the bar. Nobody <laughs> came but this one motherfucker. This one guy who was jealous. That's a cast. It was his mother- bar. Oh, they called him, they called Mr. Church Hands because he played the piano. Now, mm-hmm. peep this. They were like, well, was he good? Was he, how much you pay him? Whatever. Well, no. Mr. Church just liked to come in here, play the piano. He, he was just, he was, that's, that's just his spirit. So this nigga's just selfless throughout the whole shit. He ain't getting nothing. We don't know nothing else besides the fact he played the piano after Dark Man got drunk. And took care of the white girl. And took care of the little girl. And uh, there was one little part about it, too, that was, was kind of funny. I can't remember the other part. But uh, see, yeah, Mr. Church, uh, the girl. Yeah, that was it. But, uh, now, but the only reason I watched it was because it's Eddie. Right. I'm like, well, let me see what Eddie do. Because I like Eddie. Eddie's a great right. fucking actor. Let me ask you this, though. Go ahead. With the magical Negro story. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? He's, he's a Negro. Right. He had a job. Right. And he did it. Right. He oh, did. this is the other point. <laughs> Pardon me. So we don't even find out too much about it. We don't know if he had a lady or anything. He, he was married at one point. M- Mr. Church had an enlarged heart, which I guess is sort of like a metaphor, right? You know? Oh, they That's never... what he died from. Oh, they didn't really explain okay, that. Okay, well, I'm reading about it. That's what is it that says. the real Mr. Church or is that? Yeah, new? it's got Eddie Murphy running the. No, yeah. I thought I thought it might may have been on like based on the real story. But, like, he oh was reading no, it. I don't know. I didn't no. know that. I don't he think died. They, he died from that shit. Yeah, I don't think they articulated the fact he died from a big heart. They should have said I, that. I got one. I got it in large heart. Oh shit! But Look I hope you. I don't die. <laughs> I hope not either, brother. Yeah, I well, <laughs> <laughs> shit. Damn. I didn't know you're gonna die from this shit. Hashtag pray for Ali. Nah, come on, nah, Don't put me on that list, motherfucker. Don't preempt put me uh, on the prayer Ali list. is living god damn it don't, <laughs> I don't need no <laughs> hashtag Ali don't need your prayer pray, pray for <laughs> Ali to get more money <laughs> anyway so that was the other thing Mr. Church now I told you the, the woman was supposed to die six months so the guy paid Mr. Church 
enough to like cover the six months. Mm-hmm. After that, she lived maybe about the seven to ten years. Right. And then the little girl, Mr. Church was so paying Mr. Church for all needed this to shit. get a job. No, Mr. Church was paying for all this shit. Mr. He Church, paying to work. How the fuck he I don't, got money? First of all, I don't know how he getting. I don't know. They they never told. Never told. Maybe his fucking wallet was enlarged too. They never said he didn't get paid at the bar. Jelly said he did the shit for free. They was and praying he, for, Eddie, for Mr. Church to something. get more money. So that's, that's the prayers I need. I hashtag yeah. Ali need more money. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, yeah, man, Mr. Church. But, but let me ask you this, bullshit. man. If you if you if you you black, right? You go get you a job, right? You know what I'm saying? It's working for some white folks. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> uh-huh. And you good at it, right? Do you, do, you, feel magical? do you automatically become the magical Negro? <laughs> I guess I don't. I mean, it's it's that is that complex. I think you just a magical ass motherfucker, regardless. I, I, no, I'm asking. Magic don't I, work. I, I, you go I, home to your folk. I'm asking because I be in those kind of situations. I be in those situations where I be working with white people. Where, you know what I'm saying? And sometimes it's families involved, and sometimes it's kids. I think that I think the media, I think TV culture, pop culture has kind of. It set the expectations up for like when there's that encounter, like wow. But should you I like like you dressing like a wizard and shit around these but, white but, folks? But should they I, probably think you magical. But should I feel like should I feel some kind of way like you know? Nah, what I'm not. Only, but you, listen, go ahead. It's my, you know, what I'm saying it's a situation where it might be a reality show, right? Uh huh. And I might be on it, being magic, and I might look like a magical negro, right? And I don't want to be, you know, what I'm saying I don't want to be putting in a situation where I'm the magical negro. Is it wrong to be the magic? That's what that's what I'm asking. Is it? I don't know. I mean, what? Uh, first of all, because <laughs> <laughs> you know, a lot of people go to work and work for white mm-hmm. people. You know, mm-hmm. you know, absolutely. And they, a lot of people are good at their jobs. You know what I'm saying? And they might not even be magical. That's and they the might thing. not be magical. And they, yeah, but they Negro, <laughs> oh, half-ass Negro. You know what I'm saying? So oh, fucking calling in late ass. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? I, I think it becomes. A, Different when you give your whole self, your whole life, to the to the to the situation, and, and you like you say selfless. You don't get nothing out right. of it. Right, but I think that's he was paying to be the magical Negro. Yeah, which is crazy. Which is kind of crazy. Like, what, what's, what's going Who on? Who wrote man? this? I don't know somebody. <laughs> but uh, it's interesting. I think if you're gonna be a magical Negro, you gotta be magical twenty four seven. And right, rap, you got to be magical everywhere. Like you, you got to be magical, magical for your folk. Exactly. When they come to the funeral, they be like, "Wait, he did what? Who? Who? Not, what, who is you Ali? talking about? Ali? Shit, Shit. that motherfucker, <laughs> motherfucker one. Yeah. I never knew where he was going. Oh, he was out. That's like, but that you know what? There's a lot of magical motherfuckers. There's like, you ever see those uh, those dudes? That got two different families and shit, and they like do right by one I, I family. I haven't seen them people, but <laughs> just, I've heard of. Them. Oh god, <laughs> it'd be the one motherfucker that got like a family that he don't really fuck with. They they kind of right. neglected, but then he put all his effort into the other family. I don't. I don't know about that, but I don't know. I know I ain't know nobody about that. I don't, that I don't know anyone like that. Well, but I can understand how because I was doing this. I was doing this piece called "The Baby's Father," right? Right. I was talking to dudes who had, who wanted to be good dads, but you know what I'm saying for whatever reason, you know what I'm saying the shit was possible. <laughs> and so you due hear, to my circumstances, you know what I'm saying. You hear a lot of different stories of how 
how shit get fucked up and yeah. get in the way. And you know what I'm saying? Right. The relationships with the mother gets kind of crazy. Right. You know what I'm saying? So I can see how a dude who, who has babies with, with, with one lady. Right. And, and the situation get crazy. And then he meets somebody magical to him. And he treats that right. situation a lot differently than the other. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's weird. It's fucked up. But you know what I'm saying? Life be happening like that. Yeah, I mean, you know what I'm saying. I, I ain't got. Listen, y'all. I ain't got two families. I got one. <laughs> I'm magical when I go there. there so go. Uh, you know, what I mean, I don't, I don't know. I'm just saying, just from my little interview. Chris, what you about to say? Oh, I was just gonna say, Susan McMartin is the writer of Mr. Church. She's also written a, a movie called Son in Law with Paulie Shore. She's a white lady. Yeah, she's a white lady, and she's she written some episodes. Was her. That's probably her story. No, it is a story. She at the end of the oh, thing, the little story? girl sits down. I don't know how true, but the little girl sits down. It was like Mr. Church. She was like, you know, our uh, she our legacy was one thing, and then at the end, she's like, our legacy is Mr. Church, and she wanted to be a writer, and that was right. her first book was the story of Mr. Church. Right, but. She wrote. She what was the Adam Sandler movie she did? No, it was a Pauly Shore movie called Son in Law. She's yep. also written episodes of Two and a Half Men. So you know, <laughs> <laughs> what are you trying to say there, Chris? She's a nominal writer. She's some other shit, huh? She's nominal. Oh man! But, now, but what if you did impact? What if you were? Well, you want to be magical anyway. What if you, you was can't... a magical Negro and your legacy was that you 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 were magical to a little white girl? Yeah, is that a bad thing? It's not a bad thing. It's not a bad thing. It's it just gives you too much, too much uh, remembrance of you know what I'm saying servitude and shit. Where you was forced to do that, be magical and shit. Maybe, but I just think that how it's set up culturally and and mm-hmm. historically as black people, the way we came here, right? We came in a situation, so it's always there's always this this conflict of. Ah, I'm gonna help out, but y'all niggas ain't gonna get me. Again. Or you know what I mean? Right. Like this, this whole right. shit. Like I'll do this, but you know. But the thing is, I feel like yeah. there's always virtue in service. Right. That's like you want to be magical, to anybody magical, Negro. That's just some some shit that they came up with. Right. It's funny, or whatever. Put whatever. you down though. Of course, it's a way to to shit on oh, nigga. You ain't you know, magical Negro around here servitude ass nigga. Now imagine, imagine the black dude right that got to work at the White House right now. Right, you know what I'm saying? Oh, I always think about that. shit. And Trump fuck with him, mm-hmm. like ah, my man, my man. Yeah, and he like you know he just doing his job. That's what he came for. You know what I'm saying? He like Trump's magical Negro. Right, like, you know what I'm saying? Because they, they gonna dog him out way from. Well, it's also like you have been assigned that. Like you didn't. It's almost like how. But what if you just? What if you went to the and applied to work at the White House and shit? Yeah, but there's no job, magical Negro. What I'm saying, I know, but you get that, and then you good, and then Trump all of a sudden fucks with you. Yeah, you just good at your job. But it's somebody outside of you that, like, I don't think people assume the time say, yo. I think it's safe to say I'm Trump's magical Negro at this point. I think it's somebody outside of the situation. Right. Like, oh, magical Oh, magic, ne- oh Trump-ish, magic You know what Negro. I mean? It's you, though. But well, how he supposed to feel? Like, he's the most hated motherfucker in the land. <laughs> right. And you his magical Negro. You work for him. Like, you ain't trying to be magical. Are you supposed to quit? <laughs> nah, I mean, what do you, what do, you do? What are you going to quit what and you do, do what? Join the, what you going to do? You know what I'm saying? I be thinking about shit like that. Yeah, but you you know what? Because I'm in a situation where one of my clients is 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 cool. They neighbors with Trump. 
Okay. And they they have, you know what I'm saying? They, they know. Vis- they visited his summer home and right. all that shit. And it's a possibility that I might have to shoot these mugs at the magic mother orange man's house. Well, you, you've been to his house before. I've been to his house, so it's kind of like, so but now- point, you good. Not good. You his magic now, now, what if I had to go to Trump's crib now? What the fuck am I going to do? You gonna get that check? I thought you said a couple weeks ago. I know, but then I don't want to be the magic negro to to, to Trumpkin. <laughs> Man, nah, I don't think. I think. No, I'm just saying. I, think, I, I, I just think about the shit. I like think, when you like how you end up like motherfuckers on the outside calling you a magic negro when you just out here trying to get your check. Yeah, that's either there's either there's two things you could do in that situation. <laughs> either you could just not give a fuck and do your job and get your check and be like fuck it. Or you could be concerned, and you be that motherfucker that make it a point to throw a knowing look to the black folks around, like, mm-hmm, you know, no, I'm man. a ghost in the machine, that, you no, know, one man. of them type of things. But man, all of that and, other and shit. Like, like I said, I ain't, I ain't been invited to Trump's career, but no shit like that. I'm just saying, I be thinking about shit like that. Right, of course. Look, you're gonna get invited to people's spots that you don't agree with. Like, you're gonna. I think there's this thing now where. If you don't agree with a where a person stands, that's like the end of the conversation. Y'all don't y'all not supposed to speak no more, whatever, whatever. But then that's it's like stupid. that is ridiculous because every nobody everybody doesn't agree with you, and you're limiting your motherfucking lady don't agree with you on all shit. Right, so you don't fuck with her no <laughs> you know more. What I'm <laughs> shit, you lay with her every motherfucking night. But people are so like reactional and so emotional with uh with how they they handle shit. And if you one of these people that could get caught up in what other people say, you could wind up, you know, you could wind up doing yeah. shit that's not true to you, right? To please motherfuckers that have no real investment in you outside right. of just a sideways glance, like oh you, you know, fuck, right, 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 right. Poor uh, Mr. Church, man, man. rest in peace. Any old way, oh, big heart, <laughs> yeah, big heart, <laughs> yeah, big heart. Where you gonna? That's be? what everybody <laughs> saying. Yeah, big heart, huh? Where you gonna be? Man, where am I going to be, man? Where am I going to be? Actually, this weekend, I'm going to be in Lexington, Kentucky. I'm going to be at the uh, Off-Broadway Comedy Club, Lexington, Kentucky. Come out there. I'll be there from Thursday to Sunday. Come through. You know what I mean? I'm going to put you with some people out there, man. Yeah, let me know. I used to be the man out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, shit. That's what's up. That's what's up. That was magical a little bit. Well, shit, I need I need a little magic, you know. I'm gonna send you, um, send you some magic your way. What else is going on? I'm also gonna be in uh, Peoria, Illinois, the weekend after that. So y'all check that out, and then I'll be at uh, I'll be in DC at the Comedy Draft Out. I'll be at in Peoria. I'll be at Juke House Comedy Lounge. So check that out, Jukebox Comedy Lounge. Check mm-hmm. that out. All of this is on my website, DamianLemon.com. Burr, but, uh, burr, burr. I'm on the road a little bit, man. I'm in DC. Uh, the 16th through the 18th. The 16th through the 18th, I'm at uh, comedy. I'm at the the Draft House Theater, and That's then, March. I'm a, then I'm then yeah, I'm in Poughkeepsie on March 25th, okay. and beyond that, I'm in the city, man. So you want to I'm out here, man. We working. You should take me to DC. I mean, we we'll shoot see some shit. Pop- see what's popping. Let's see what it right, is. Right, right. Figure some shit out. I ain't nowhere, man. I'm in Brooklyn. You know uh-huh. what I'm saying? I'm doing some things. I'm editing and shit, and keeping popping out content and all that good stuff. Then I'm in Greenwich, Connecticut on Friday. Right. You know what I'm saying? Holler at your boy if you're in Greenwich. Okay. You know what I'm saying? And then, shit, I'm back. 
You so holla at me on the gram, Mr. Muhammad. There it is. On the snap. Uh, shout out to everybody that holla at me on the snap, giving me good ideas and will shit. You, will you show what the I people do TV. all this shit on the snap? No, I was not, man. My battery just never stayed charged Dude. for some reason. Oh, shit. But see, you know, when you're working, it's, you know what I'm saying, it's different, man. It's just hard to fucking keep up with the social when you're working. And I ain't had no no support staff. I ain't had no magical Negroes on staff. Mm. I, I need to hire me a magical Negro. Yeah, you should put that on LinkedIn. See if it's check magical Negro on LinkedIn. Yeah, See that's if anybody. What I'm doing. Anybody, I need a magical Negro. Anybody, you know, what I'm saying, send your resumes to 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 my inbox on my DM on my Mr. Muhammad at the motherfucking Instagram. There it is. You know, what I'm saying, send a video resume on the Voila. motherfucking Snap Thorough TV. Hocus pocus. You know, what I'm saying, and shit. Well, I'm looking for a magical Negro. There it is. Holla. All right. Well, shit. Uh, until then. We out. Tell a friend to tell a friend. And even an enemy. To get in the conversation. Jesus, sir. We gone. And the main thing of it all is to be in the conversation. conversation. This has been a Stand Up Labs production powered by digital media. Subscribe to new and archive episodes wherever you listen to podcasts. And find all of our shows at StandUpLabs.nyc. Stand clear of the closing doors, please. We out.